Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Morning, Mahi. How are you today? Morning, Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Must be uh, mixed feelings for you today because, of course, uh, you could well have been over there. Uh, obviously, um, missed out this time around, Mahi. Um, how are you actually feeling? Uh, I think uh, Jordan Parry's first heat, I think, is around about uh, five hours, four hours away. Yeah, um, I, no, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, I guess uh, it was, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and the fact that I retired and I, I certainly haven't uh, regretted or, you know, really looked back since that moment. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm, I'm uh, under no illusions as it's sort of this week, or especially yesterday, you know, coming up that I'm, I'm quite excited about racing. Um, and, you know, obviously I would, would have loved to be there, but, um, you know, doing all I can to support the team and um, hopefully, uh, you know, we, we're going to see some pretty good results. Um, obviously it's a little bit of un, unknown because we've done no international racing, but I'm very confident, uh, you know, the, the team will do very well and uh, Jordan leads off and, yeah, I think it's only a couple of hours away. Yeah, it is actually, actually Jordan... Parry is in heat two at 11.40 our time. Tell us a, a wee bit about Jordan, can you? Yeah, so um, Jordan's a, sort of, I guess, a, an up-and-coming star. Um, he's, he's been around the, the squad for, for a number of years now uh, in, the, in the bigger boats. And, um, you know, he, I guess, his, his probably first priority this year was the, the men's double. And um, when he missed out on that, you know, the, the single was the only other other qualified boat. So, you know, that was that was really, you know, how it, it came about. Um, and, you know, he is, you know, I think that's that would just be my one thing. Don't expect too much from him um, because, you know, he is, he is young. He's never raced a single internationally. Um, but he is certainly capable of, um, you know, of, of doing very well. But I think it's just unfair for... For people to have too high expectations of him, um, because you know he, he is sort of finding his feet. Um, and as I say, if he, if he puts it all together, um, I think we could see some some great results from him. 908 here on SCNZ talking to the great, and I emphasise the great Mahi Drysdale. Uh, Mahi, you just sort of said don't have too many expectations for Jordan. Don't put pressure on him that he doesn't need. Uh, you carried that tag for so long because you're a double Olympic gold medal winner. Uh, but even before that, of course, you were highly ranked in the sport. How did you carry? How were you able to carry that status with you along the, along your path? Yeah, I guess for me, I love the pressure, and um, that was something that I, I always um, I always liked. And 
I, I guess that's probably because it was an internal pressure. And so, you know, Beijing, for me, you know, I was, I was very proud of that bronze medal, but, you know, ultimately disappointed that I hadn't achieved my goals. And, you know, that really drove me, um, you know, through to London and, and obviously achieving that. And interestingly, probably the after London, um, you know, I, I sort of, I'd achieved everything I wanted to, and then I enjoyed it more um, because there wasn't that, that internal pressure. Um, but in saying that, uh, once we got to Rio and the team didn't do quite as well as we had of hoped sort of through that week, um, you know, the, the pressure really came back on. And um, again, that's, that's what I thrive on. I, I really enjoyed that, that you know, knowing that, that it was more than you, that you had to do it for the sport. and and do it for the team and um, you know, so I, I really thrived on that but you know, you've got to work out what's best for you, um, that's what works for me but others um, you know, don't, don't like that pressure and um, like to be you know, in, a, in a different space going into racing. I can't think, Mahi, of a more individual sport that requires self-motivation to be fair because of the, the hours you spent training, basically a lot of it by yourself uh, you know, the alarm goes off, you've got to do it, you, you know, and then how do you do it? How, did, how were you able to do it through such a long period of time, uh, just able to maintain performance, but motivation within training? Yeah, it's always having those goals. And, and you know, the great thing about rowing, you never perfect it. Um, so you're always striving and you can always be better. So that's, that's what ultimately drove me and gave me my motivation. Uh, I guess you know, what drove me on a daily basis, yes, it, it is, you are alone, but I always had a team around me, and I, I very rarely did sessions by myself um, out on the water. Um, you know, I always had the woman's double or a training partner, you know, a men's single um, that I trained against, and so you always had that competition, you always had that, that person to, to sort of push you along. Um, all those people and, and that was really the key I guess to my success and, and also throughout you know, New Zealand rowing success is, is that partnering up of crews um, going right back to Rob Waddell and then the Evers Wendells you know, trained with him and then they then I trained with them and you know, that, that's sort of how, how the whole thing sort of, sort of started and um, you know, it gives you that benchmark every day of, of where you need to be. It's been such a disciplined and driven life that you've led with, you know, your, your definite goals right ahead of you. Uh, now, of course, you've retired. Um, how do you, how do you set new goals? What have you got in mind? I, I've got a text just come through right now. Actually, is Mahe going to get into coaching in the future? Will you stay with the sport in that regard? Um, not initially, I think, um, and. Yeah, I, I want to get away and, and um, I guess develop myself as a, as a person. Um, all I've known for 21 years is is rowing, uh, and you know, obviously been successful at that. But I think, you know, and in my opinion, um, for me, you know, and I'm certainly not shutting the door on rowing um, as as being involved. But um, you know, to be involved on a daily basis, I, I think. The people that do well are those that, that have other experiences and, and learn other ways. So that's that's really what I'm looking at at the moment. You know, what could I do um, to learn and to grow myself, um, and and obviously uh, you know do something hopefully that I'm going to be passionate about 
and then you know I, I guess in, in future years you know potentially come back and and do something in the sport but um, yeah there's a lot of a lot of options at the moment and, and just trying to meet with people and, and sort of figure out what what I really you know what gets me out of bed every morning yeah absolutely well it's this radio station that gets me out <laughs> there's no gold medal at the no gold medal at the end of the journey for that i promise you mate hey look uh, can you preview and help us a little bit with uh, what's happening today over there okay we've talked about jordan uh his heat is heat two, 11 40 a.m who will be the people to beat in the single skulls this time around yeah, it's um it's been pretty dominated this year by Oli Zeidler, the German sculler. Uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say he's one to watch. There's some question marks, I guess, over his ability in in sort of choppy water, which you know it is a little bit windy in Tokyo. Um, but by the sounds of things, it's not too rough. So, yeah, that's that would be my only question mark. If it's flat water, he will probably win it. Um, and you know, there's there's Kittel Borsch, the um, the Norwegian. Uh, who has has uh, you know shown out? He's a world champion from 2018 and been right there most of the time. Is a Danish scholar, Sverre Nielsen, um, who is also one to watch. And and then you know the the younger guys. And, and as I say, certainly you know look out for Jordan, but um, you know don't don't expect too much. But he's he's certainly capable of being right up there if uh, you know if he gets it right. And there's um, you know a couple of other scholars um, that that could be to watch, but. Yeah, I think today, um, you know, the heats, it shouldn't be too competitive. Um, you know, the, the people will go through should, and then as the week goes on, you go to quarterfinals next. That will be some a little bit of spice, and then the real racing starts, I guess, at the, the semi-final level. Emma Twig is in action again later this afternoon, and uh, like yourself, she's uh, been around the scene for a, a long, long time. Um, what are her chances this time around, Mahi? Yeah, Emma is is going really, really well, and you know she has, I guess, you know, by her own admission, should say she's underperformed at the Olympics. Um, she's capable of a lot more um, than what she has done. You know, two fourth places at, at the last two. Um, so. Yeah, you know, I I'm expecting big things from her, and um, I think she's she's ready. She's in a she's in a good space. She's she's using that you know that that performance that she's had at, at past Olympics and that disappointment, I guess, as as a motivator, but but using it in a positive way. So, you know, I'm I'm really excited to see what she can do, and um, you know, I'm I'm really hoping that she's uh, you know going to bring home a gold medal. Mahi, all the sports uh, have no spectators at them. I, I just wonder how influential or how much you notice when you're in your zone uh, atmosphere at rowing meets. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one. Um, you're certainly aware of it and the, the crowds and, and stuff like that. Like, you know, London is still, you know, one. It was my first gold medal. But the, the atmosphere, the crowds was absolutely amazing. The only other time we've had something even similar was 2010 World Champs here, when you've got you know 60,000 people watching. Um, you know, you just don't get those crowds in rowing. So I, I think you know it's it's you're certainly aware of it, but it's not you know you still go out and execute whether there's crowds or not. And you know we have our winter series races. We've done three of them this year, uh, where you're you're racing at Carapero and 
you know, you might hear a couple of cheers towards the end of a race, but the rest of the time you're you're out on your own. And I think, you know, I think our our crews will will thrive under that condition. Um, you know, I don't think it will affect the New Zealanders. There's probably some other athletes that maybe um, get lifted by the crowds more than what we would. Um, but in saying that, you know, I think uh, our crews will will um, you know won't affect them as much as, as some of those other crews may may not lift because they, they don't have that noise and that crowd. Well, Mahi Drysa, thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, look. I know on behalf of all New Zealand sports fans, uh, we're sorry you're not there uh, this time around, but we do thank you for what you've achieved so far, and I'm, I imagine uh, you won't stop there. You'll reassess and move on with something pretty powerful in your life as well. You're that kind of person. But, uh, hey, thanks so, so much for taking some time out to talk to us this morning, and, and enjoy the Olympics. Please do, from uh, this far away. Yeah. No, thank you, and uh, looking forward to it. It's the first time I've uh, been at home watching the Olympics since 2000, so yeah, it'll be uh, be a different experience. Hey, thanks. That's Mahi Drysdale, folks, and honestly, it's one of the great things about this job. First time I've ever spoken to him in my life. What a cool guy he sounds, and what a great supportive guy he sounds as well. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91